People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. It's a good time. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey, and this is Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. With no Nate this time. Why? Because Nate is in Egypt. And this podcast has rubbed off on him in more ways than one. Get to that here in just a second. Big thanks to Linewear, linewear.shop. Great dudes out of the University of Alabama. You don't have to like the Roll Tide because I sure the hell don't. But you got to like these dudes, little baby entrepreneurs making it happen. You just revamp the website too. The all new pictures of beautiful college babies. It's not porn, but great athletic wear. I got to tell you, really, really good stuff. I've got some of it upstairs. Uh, really, really tight. Use Bailey15 at checkout. You get a nice little discount, too. B as in boy, A-I-L-E-Y, 1-5. And uh, get a nice little discount there at lionwear.shop. That is L-I-O-N-W-E-A-R.shop. Figure it out. Summertime. Get athletic. Get your fitness on. Yeah, so before uh, I get into my story, because my story is not a current story, but I'm foreshadowing the future because I'm getting ready to go to the Bahamas, and this happens every single fucking time. Uh, and this year should be no different. I mean, cup half full, right? I'm being optimistic. I, I hope it does not happen, but it will. Uh, but Nate, wow, dude, poof. You know, for some of you that listen to the radio show, you know most of this story. But so he leaves to go to this bachelor party. And when he gets back and uh, we do the podcast, when he gets back, um, we'll uh, we'll uh, go into detail. I think I think I'm just going to dedicate that podcast to Bailey's black cloud rubbing off on Nate, really. So his buddy asks him to go to this bachelor party in Egypt because that's what guys do. (laughs) No, they don't. Sarcasm. So the first black cloud moment was when two dropped out. There was a lesbian couple that was going to go with them and they got duped by some, you know, snake oil salesman of a, of a ticket broker. So all their shit was bogus. And so they dropped out. That was the first red flag. Then Nate gets on his flight and is supposed to meet his three buddies that are flying from Orlando. They're going to meet in Minneapolis. So Nate Atlanta to Minneapolis, these dudes, Orlando to Minneapolis. Well, there's some weather issues. They got to go around it. They're starting to run out of gas. They have to land in Rochester, New York, where they ended up having to spend the night. <laughs> so Nate's on a trip by himself to Cairo, Egypt. But first, he's got to stop off in France. And I'm sitting there going, there's no fucking way these guys are going to make it. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, they ended up getting a flight and meeting him in Cairo the next day. So they lost the day, right? Uh, but the uh, airline put him on a straight direct flight from Ro- Yeah, I know. I'm asking the same thing. Like, why the fuck all the stops, dude? Just fly direct. There are flights that go from Atlanta to Cairo, by the way. I have no idea what the deal is. Uh, that will have to wait to get answers until he gets back. So he stops off in Paris by himself. He's got seven hours and they just opened up the country to outsiders because all the COVID and stuff. So he's got seven hours to go through security and TSA and all this other shit. Uh, and he just wants to go to the Eiffel Tower. That's all, that's all the dude wants to do. So he finally gets to the Eiffel Tower. He's rushing to get there. He's taking his pictures. 
He eats a sandwich. He almost dies, chokes on the sandwich, throws up the sandwich in front of these two old French ladies. They think he's a fucking weirdo. So he hauls ass out of there, gets on the flight, gets into Egypt, and uh, meets his buddies. And they're having a good time. But there's some more shit that's happened. Uh, like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll let him get into it. That's not, that's not going to be the whole consuming podcast for today, but dude, <laughs> you know, for those, you know, the, the, those that don't listen to the radio show and just listen to the podcast and we're kind of like new personalities to you, by the way, I really appreciate that. I really, really do for everybody listening, but you know, Nate's the kind of, you know, free spirited dude. That's go lucky. Yeah, dude. Cool, man. Like it's laced with what I've never tried that. You say broccoli can get you high? There's broccoli, like the top sprinkles in there? Sure, I'll take it. I don't know who you are. That's awesome you just got out of prison. Death row, huh? Oh, they don't know you're out? Oh, this is cool shit. Yeah, let's smoke together. He's that guy, right? He's the guy that is just open to anything. I've always been very envious of him because I'm the opposite. I'm very regimented. I'm very organized. I know what I want. I know what I am. I know what I'm going to do. Uh, I, I can't be that way. I'm not the spontaneous guy like Mr. Nate. And it's not always a good thing. You know, there's been a lot of shit that he's done. I've been like, dude, what are you doing? I knew that was going to be stupid, but you know, you live and you learn. He'll, uh, he'll get to that point at some, some time, but not anytime soon. He's, he's <laughs> that motherfucker is living life to its fullest and some, uh, you got to enjoy it. And the stories are absolutely wonderful, you know, especially Egypt for a bachelor party. I'd say, so one of my friends came to me, I don't care how great of a friend you are and said, Bailey, I'm having my bachelor party in Egypt. I tell them to go fuck themselves. Like you expect me to fly to Egypt to have a bachelor party. Like, what are we going to do? You know, not that I need to do the strip club thing because, you know, I'm past that. But like, what are we going to like? What are we going to do in Egypt for your bachelor party? Like, that's a trip you take with your wife or your family or your brother or your dying grandfather. You don't go to Egypt for a bachelor party. It's just the oddest trip ever that someone would ask you to pay the money to fly to fucking Egypt and then you got to pay for all the shit over there. You know, you got to pay for the camels, the pyramids, the tombs, the sphinxish, you know, the food, you know, the hotel, all that shit. It's got to be paid for. I think when Nate gets back, we'll find out that a lot of the tab was picked up by one of his buddies. I have this feeling, and mark my words, I have this feeling that a buddy picked up the airfare, uh, a buddy picked up the hotel. And that was to get him to go. So they said, dude, I, I'll give you this. I'll give you points or so. I got points. That's that. That's what it'll be. I was like, I got points or, you know, I, you know, I, I got coupons. I'm getting a free room. You know, you can stay with me. It's going to be one of those things. There's no way he flipped the bill for a trip to Egypt because Nate's kind of cheap. He really is. He's, you know, he's just that guy. So I, I go to, I go to the Bahamas for a family vacation, um, this week. So we actually, we might not have a podcast next week, just a heads up the first time in Bailey's black cloud podcast history that we have to take off a week. So unless I do one this week, like back to back, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we, we go every year, we being my family and I used to go a lot when in the nineties, when I lived in Florida, cause it was a cheap cruise. Like a bunch of us would, you know, throw in a couple bucks, you get on a carnival cruise line or even something even more watered down and you go to Freeport or Nassau for the weekend. 
So I remember when Atlantis was first built and like the big claim to fame was, wow, if you look up there, the penthouse, that's where Michael Jackson sleeps. (laughs) There's this bridge that connects two towers and it's just one big penthouse. And that was, that was the big rub when it was built. It's like Michael Jackson stays in that room. It's like $8,000 a night to stay in that room. You've got to be really, really rich. Wow. Maybe we can see Michael Jackson. You know, so we'd go over there and enjoy ourselves, you know, for the day. You can buy, you know, day passes to the pool. So I was always familiar with it. Now, when my wife and I moved to Atlanta in 2013, we, you know, we had to establish this family vacation. So um, I think I had a kind of a black cloudy around. I just didn't tell her. She just didn't know. The relationship was too new. It's not like an STD. It's not like on the first date where you unveil it. You know, STD, maybe. Yeah, like, look. I really like you. This could be going somewhere, but I've got herp, uh, a little bit of the drip. We got this weird rash might rub off on you, might not. But you know, if we love each other, we'll deal with it. It's not like that. You know, go out on a first date with my wife. It's not like, Hey, look, I've got this black cloud that goes everywhere I go. So just expect shit to happen (laughs) any given time. That wasn't a conversation. Uh, so, you know, so when we moved up here, we had to establish a family vacation. Our kids were younger at the time. So it was like, we should go to Atlantis. And they had never been to the Bahamas. Um, but first, my wife and I just went. And then I, then I made the suggestion we should bring the kids. So ever since then, you know, like I think our first one was 2013, 2014 together. We, we started taking the family, the kids. And then Caleb, our son, got older. And, uh, you know, you know how that works. He's kind of in his own little world. He doesn't want to do the family vacation. And as our daughter's getting older, she would bring a friend with her. There's always shit that happens. And I know I've done a couple of these podcasts with stuff that's happened uh, when we go to the Bahamas. So, you know, it's good that like our daughter's 16. She's bringing a friend of hers that's the same age. And they've got like this teen nightclub. I think this would be like the last year that she can go. And so, you know, during the day, you know, we do pool, we do beach, possibly an excursion. We do food. Then we do dinner. And then it's nighttime. And then it's adult play. So, uh, Rach and I go to the casino because we like to practice a lot. Some might call it an addiction. We call it practicing and the kids go to this teen club and, you know, our daughter's a really, really good girl. She's, she's got a good head on her shoulder. She doesn't do stupid shit. And, uh, at least so far. So she's very trustworthy. She does that. She checks in. She's like, we're done. The club's over at like 11 or midnight. They go up to the room, watch movies, order, you know, room service or whatever the fuck they're going to do, which is fine, which is great. So we're still down there in the casino. We're drinking. I'm doing my Mississippi stud. My wife's doing slots. We're having a good time. Uh, this year, because of COVID, you know, in order to get into the Bahamas, you have to have this health visa, which is you know pretty much a money grab. Shows you're vaccinated. We all are. We've all done the health visa. I think you still got to wear the masks uh, inside the casino, which kind of sucks, right? It's like, I got jabbed for a reason. Let me take off this fucking mask. Uh, either way, it'll still be fun. We're going to have a good time. But here's the deal. This black cloud, every single time, and it's not just the Bahamas, but it always happens in the Bahamas, and it makes it worse because I'm in the Bahamas. I'm in another fucking country, right? So here's what I do before I leave. I actually did this today, is I will go to my bank, and I will tell my bank to up my ATM withdrawal limit to the max. They only allow you X amount of dollars. And I need that for the casino. If I'm running cold, I got to go to the ATM. Now, here's the thing. 
is so you, you, let me try to paint this picture. So you've got the casino inside of Atlantis for those that have never been there, the Royal tower. And on one side of it there, it goes outside to this village that there's a lot of restaurants and shops and that's still Atlantis property. There's a bunch of yachts and there's a Harbor and kind of stuff. So you're looking at, you know, 200 ish yards at least from my chair at the Mississippi stud table to the end of this little village. It's, it's, it's a hike, uh, probably longer. I don't know. I'm not good with depth and length and all that shit. So you've got to go to the other side of this village off property to my sister bank that they have there. That's a plus. There's a bank there that won't charge me any fees and I can take the max amount out because it's just like using the same bank here in the United States. The problem with the bank is one, it's really fucking far. And two, for some reason, they put the ATM in like the shadiest part of the property. And there is always like these Bahamian people just staring you down like, how much of that money are you getting? You know, so it's a little creepy. And, you know, so you get your money and you got to get back. Now, for those gamblers, you'll understand this. You have a 15-minute grace period from the time you get up from your chair to go to the bank and back. Now, if you're not a gambler, you're not going to understand this. You're not you, you, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to make you understand this feeling. If you are a gambler, you know what feeling I'm about to explain. The feeling that you feel dirty, filthy, grimy like you need to go to rehab for your gambling addiction and that is when you run out of money and you can't refill so you say well bailey you just said the max limit okay that's fine uh well what happens when the bank fucks up they do this every year this is my black cloud every year the first day i'll i'll felt you know i'll I'll run out of money i'll have to go to the atm you know, I take cash with me, so I'm already locked and loaded for the day. And I go through if I if I go through that, then I got to go to the ATM. If I go through that, I'm having a really bad day, like really, really bad day. That's expensive. But I have a certain limit that I should be able to take out, which is more than enough. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not some big baller gambler guy. I know when to stop. If I hurt, hit a certain amount, I'm done. I really am. It's just like, I can't take the beating. I I can't sleep. I feel gross. I'm like, Oh my God, I could have bought a Prius with this money. You know? So, so I'm at this, you know, bank I'm running because I only have so much time. This happens every trip. First night, always first night. And I get there and I go and try to take out the money and it says max amount taken out already. And that means the bank fucked up. They do it every year every year they fuck and i don't know why they do this i don't know how they do this like literally i go into the bank like i did today and i tell the lady i need you to max my withdrawal amount to this amount of money and she's like okay and she does it and i get a little piece of paper and still it's not done so then i have to call the bank and i don't know if you've ever tried to get through to a major bank or any bank it's a pain in the ass one year, somehow I got this back number. <laughs> I don't know if it still works. We're going to find out. I can tell you that right now. But it's like a back number to the bank where you directly, like somebody picks up. You call and somebody picks up. 
and they helped me out the the one year that I found this number. Uh, I lost my chair because I was dealing with this for like an hour and a half. Now, take into consideration that, you know, you're drinking. You're having a good time. You're drinking during the day. You're out in the sun. You're enjoying the Bahamas, the tropics. You've had a great dinner. You're gambling. The only thing that sucks is you're down, but you're ready to go back. Let's just say it's a good table. The dealer's being cool, and you run out of money, and now you lost your seat because the bank fucked up, and you feel dirty because it's like 1130 at night, and you've been gambling for the past four hours, three hours, and you're out in the middle of nowhere in Nassau in the Bahamas with this these shady-ass bohemian people looking at you, creeping up on you, and you're arguing with your bank, and you're trying to get more money. So you're losing your buzz. You feel gross. You know you've lost your seat. So then what do you say? Of course. You're like, well, maybe I should just call it a night. That's what you should do, Right. That's, I know that's what I should do. Do I do that? No, of course not, because I'm on vacation. And somewhere in there, little J-Bay justifies arguing with the bank person to make it straight like skull for the next day or days uh, so I don't have this problem. So they finally get it fixed. But they get it fixed when? Right after midnight. Well, I could have waited till after midnight because then that rolls over. The only problem is, is now I've used my money for the next day. So I've got 24 hours to use X amount. I mean, gamblers totally understand what I'm talking about. For the non-gamblers, you're probably going, you're a fucking idiot. You got a problem, dude. You got to stop this shit. <laughs> like, let me give you an 800 number. It's not that bad. I, I know it sounds really, really gross. It's not that bad. It's just the black cloud of not getting the money and feeling really dirty and really, really gross. So, you know, you get your money, you sprint back through the village. Of course, it's hot as sweaty balls. You know, you're sprinting through all these tourists and the Bahamian people putting on a steel drum show in the middle of everybody. You're dodging, blah, 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 blah. And uh, and then you get back to your table and somebody's taking your seat. And but and everybody knows and everybody looks at you like, oh, he must be poor. He must have had to gone somewhere. He must have he must have had to have gone fuck something for some money. <laughs> he just oh he just prostituted his body. Look at that poor guy. So then you gotta wait for somebody to get up from the table and stuff. I know. Hashtag first world well, it's not first world involves, but first world problems, right? But it's a pain in the ass. You know, the the thing that pisses me off is it's my money. And I did my due diligence. Like I did what I was supposed to do, but they fuck it up every time. Every time they fuck it up. And every time at 1130 in the middle of the Bahamas, I'm sitting there arguing with, you know, Mimi from Bank of America about giving me more money. And it pisses me off. Well, yeah, yeah, it's Bank of America, but they got a sister bank down there. So hopefully that won't happen. But I'm telling you right now, it's it it happened to me uh, also at the Hard Rock in Tampa. I ran out of cash and I was with a group of my, my, my friends when I go down there for my fantasy football draft. And I have a, one, of, one of my friends got a lot of money. He's loaded. And I said, dude, uh, and it's great now because, you know, of Zell and transferring money and stuff like that. I was like, like we're, <laughs> it was like that scene in Die Hard. You know, it was like, what's the one with Samuel L. Jackson? And they're, they're at the, the fountain and they've got a five gallon water tank and a three gallon water tank, but they have to fill up the five gallon with exactly four gallons. How do you do it? And you try to figure it out. It's actually very simple. But it takes you a second to figure it out. So 
we were doing the same thing. I was like, okay, so if I can't get money, but you can get money, I know I can pay you back tomorrow, but I hate owing people. How do I get you X amount of dollars? I think it was like $600. How do I get, cause that's all I need. Cause if I'm done with $600, I'm done for the night. I wasn't having that good of a time. I was like, how do I get you that money? He's like, Hmm. So we sat there. We thought we were really drunk. <laughs> we thought about it and go, you can sell me $600. Dude, that's such a great idea. Okay, cool. Let me do that. Okay, here's $600. Why did that take an hour for us to figure that out? I don't know. I don't know. Aren't you smart like a financial guy? Yeah. Why did it take you so long? I don't know. <laughs> but that's great. Now that you can transfer money and stuff, right? You can do all that. So it's a lot easier. All right. So let's just hope and pray. You crossing your fingers? Yeah. All right. Me too. That it does not happen on this trip and it goes uh, sweet, like straight like skull. I don't want any headaches. I just need the beach. I need the sunshine. I need to decompress from my from my real life. I, I need a vacation more than, than you know. I, I promise you that. I'm about to combust. Um, all right, look, thanks again for listening to this shit. Uh, it, it's cool. I really enjoy it. It's very therapeutic. I love telling the stories. If you guys want to keep listening, I'll keep telling them because I promise you they'll never end. It was funny when I first came, first started doing this. I don't want to say came up with the idea because Nate actually came up with this idea. I pitched it to a buddy of mine, a really close friend of mine, one of my mentors in radio and uh, really guy high up on the food chain. And he goes, well, that's a great idea. I love it. And I can't wait to hear the stories. He's like, but it's going to, you're going to have a, a short shelf life. <laughs> I said, no, I promise you it will evolve. There will always be a black cloud moment we can discuss on Bailey's black cloud podcast. And when that time does come, if it does, then we'll evolve into something else. I know a lot of you want this to turn into more of a show and you want it longer and it might actually sooner than later. There's some ideas and some things that are happening that we might need to grow this thing, but we need your help, which means continue to subscribe or you already subscribe, I guess, but continue to download, but continue to share, right? You got to let other people know. So it's like tell a friend kind of gimmick, tell people about this because we need you know, more positive reviews. Thank God we haven't gotten a negative one yet. Don't be the asshole that gives us a negative one just to be different. I love the positive reviews. Really, really very cool. Extremely flattering. So continue to let people know so we can make this bigger and, you know, possibly get some sponsors on. We've had a couple people that actually want to jump in on this. So you guys are gonna have to deal with that in order to make this thing grow. I know, I know commercials. I know I get it. But we'll have to do some throughout the podcast. It's just how it works. We always appreciate our main sponsor right now. That's Lionwear, lionwear.shop. Uh, they've revamped their website. It looks great. Athletic wear for dudes and the ladies. Put in Bailey15 at checkout. Get yourself a nice little discount. And as always, we appreciate you listening to this fine podcast. We wish Nate nothing but the best. Hope that he comes back safe and sound from Egypt. Until next time. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 